26% of Fortune 100 don't have an HR leader in the C-suite. That is uh, incredibly, incredibly crazy, insane. Uh, I just, I, I don't have the words. And obviously we're HR people, so I'm like, you should have HR in the C-suite. Are you a business leader looking for strategies and tactics to help you navigate leadership and HR challenges as you scale? Each week on While We Were Working, we bring you our 35 plus years of experience doing exactly this for companies just like yours. For more game-changing HR and leadership insights and to connect with us, check us out at whilewewereworking.com. Hey, Summer, what do you like best about Bamboo HR? (laughs) Bamboo HR, I love it, Joey. I love it because it is so easy to use. It is very affordable for small businesses. And you get very robust options that, quite frankly, are surprising that they're able to be provided at such a low cost. But we use it with a variety of clients. We've implemented Bamboo and we've stepped in and managed Bamboo, but it's just such a great solution, especially for small businesses when they're looking to get a big business solution at a small business price. Yeah, we love Bamboo over here. I've been a fan um, really since it since it started. And so super awesome that Bamboo's a, a friend of our show. We're able to get you set up with a free demo of the product. If you are in the market for an HRIS system that will help you track time off, remind you of team birthdays, update employee files, you name it. There's so much that Bamboo can do. There's so much that we use it for every day internally and with our clients. And so we wanted to pass that opportunity on to you. So click the link in our show notes for uh, access to a free demo of Bamboo and see how it can help your business. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, thanks for tuning in to While We Were Working. It's the weekly show that helps you become a better leader of your small business or small team. I'm Joy Price, founder of Jumpstart HR. As always, I'm joined with my awesome co-host, Summer Keytron, who's our consulting practice manager here at Jumpstart. What's up, Summer? Hey, Joey, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, This segment of While We're Working, we're going to be talking about HR in the C-suite at Fortune 100 companies. And uh, if you don't know, uh, we have this segment every week. It's called While We Were Working. And we get it. You're busy. Life's happening. Work's happening. You're grinding it out, or maybe, you know, last week you had to plan the perfect Valentine's date. We get it. You were busy working, so we want to tell you what's going on. We're talking about the fact that uh, this number of Fortune 100 companies don't have human resources in the C-suite. And um, I'm holding for dramatic and strategic uh, reasons. (laughs) Uh, by the way, this article is from the Bamboo HR blog, uh, another great way they add value. But Summer, what is the number of companies in the Fortune 100 that don't have HR in the C-suite? 
Oh, well, this one definitely surprised me. I I guess I assumed, Joey, that all of them right right hundred and we know uh, that having amazing people leadership is the core of a business strategy then i assumed that a hundred percent would but the shocking and quite staggering figure is that 26 percent of fortune 100 don't have an hr leader in the c-suite that is uh incredibly incredibly crazy insane uh I just, I, I don't have the words. And obviously we're HR people. So I'm like, you should have HR in the C-suite. But right? just, yeah, I mean, thinking about how important people are to an organization and especially one that is uh, humming along with that level of success uh, or in revenue. Um, man, that's that's what, like one out of every four doesn't mm-hmm. have just HR. In the, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what did you find out in the article? Is there any reason why or what did, what did the well, article say? <laughs> well, I wish that those answers were were addressed in the article. But, you know, in, in kind of backing up a little bit about like the analysis that Bamboo HR did, uh, they essentially uh, conducted their study analyzing LinkedIn and other social media profiles of HR leaders in the Fortune 100 and the Inc. 100 to determine like the state of HR leadership. And, you know, they they did share some other metrics uh, that I'll mention, but they don't address the why. And uh, I think it would be interesting, you know, for you and I to kind of chat about our thoughts. But before we do, a couple a couple other stats that I wanted to share that kind of came out of this study, some maybe not as alarming. Uh, one is that women um, dominate the top levels of HR at about you know seventy percent of those of those roles, and that um, an HR degree is actually only the fifth most common degree among HR leaders. So, Joey, do you want to take a guess at what like other degrees might have beat out an HR degree? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to say uh, finance or law are probably there. Maybe a communications uh, degree, but certainly finance and law um, would would be up there. uh, Or psychology. um, That's also one of them. (laughs) All right. I'm like, what, four for five. All right. So so, (laughs) you're doing good. One more, Joey. Oh, man, the pressure's on. Let's see. I don't know. I'm just going to go English. That's like a very broad degree. I'm probably not going to find out it, but uh, what are the top, what are the ones that are above the HR degree? Yep. So the, the most common degree is actually management. Ah, okay. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Makes sense, right? It made me feel a little better because, you know, that was the degree I chose when I wasn't quite certain what I wanted to do, but I knew that I, you know, I, I really liked business. And, and I chose yeah. exercise science. So I'm like way down there on the list of degrees. <laughs> it was really surprising. Um, be, but I would say the others, not so much. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, part of it is, and, and the article addresses this, is that the, the diversity in backgrounds and the breadth of knowledge that's required to handle complex organizational issues, it's not surprising that individuals that studied in these areas are 
you know, well-equipped, even though they, they have a different emphasis. Yeah. When I first um, started, started Jumpstart, one of the books that I was a strong champion for uh, was a company, was a book called HR from the Outside In by Dave Ulrich and others. Um, and it was a book that, that uh, HR people, quite frankly, didn't like a lot. But you can't deny the premise of the book is that HR is needed in organizations to fulfill very certain things. And at that time, HR pros didn't prioritize those things. And so um, not to derail or, or dovetail or like rabbit trail, but like what I think a reason why these 26% um, don't have HR at the C-suite is because they haven't hired the right HR pro that speaks to C-suite issues. And so maybe they've deprioritized um, HR in the organization because they don't have the HR pros that resonate at that level. So I'm I'm not surprised that there are uh, those majors ahead of the HR degree. I think that these companies, um, should continue to, and I don't know if there's a, a list of those those uh, companies that are there, just continue to keep your people and your people processes important and um, don't just subjugate them to under finance or under operations, like really make HR strategy align with business strategy. I, I wrote an article in Forbes, I don't know when it's going to publish, but um, I talked about HR alignment and business alignment and how companies do better when HR is aligned with business strategies. And so, yeah, that's just my, yeah, I, I don't even remember what, what, I remember what you asked me, but I just, I got so far off track, but hopefully it's, it's value add to the folks paying attention. Um, but long story short, yeah, the HR degree and the HR professional, um, we could benefit from more kind of cross-functional business acumen. Yeah. And I think bringing us back to the very beginning of, you know, kind of that staggering figure about these uh, 26% of Fortune 100 companies not having somebody in the C-suite. Uh, you know, I think I'm a little conflicted by that. And why I felt like it was important to talk about is because <clears throat> I do worry mm -hmm. that uh, business, some business leaders, not all, but some business leaders might look at this and say, oh, well, if a Fortune 100 company can be that successful, and go without having an HR pro in their C-suite, then like maybe we can do without HR as well. Uh, but I would strongly caution against it simply mm. because, you know, we talk to businesses every single day who come to us in a state of panic because they thought they could get by with um, either not having an HR pro or perhaps utilizing somebody who was familiar with HR, but just not their expertise. And it's landed them in a hot spot. So yep. I would say if you're a Fortune 100 company, you might have other resources and folks on your team to get you by. But if you are a small to mid-sized business, uh, I'd highly advise against it. And sure, you do have people leaders in your C-suite helping make those decisions to guide your business. Because as I said early on, Joey, your HR strategy and your people should be at the very center of your business strategy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so this was a very, very shocking, shocking um, data point, uh, shocking data set 
Um, I, I was surprised, but I'm still hopeful that, you know, the emerging small businesses out there are focused on uh, creating winning outcomes with with their people. And um, I'd be curious the list of, of Fortune 100s that don't have HR at the C-suite. Uh, and maybe there's some reasons why. So, all right, let's go ahead and transition into our Consultants Corner. Um, Consultants Corner is our weekly segment where we tell you the good, bad, and ugly from the trenches of HR consulting. And this week we are talking about um, a topic that came up. We're we're covering, um, you know, what to do to reach a more diverse workforce and how to improve your diverse recruiting efforts. Um, what, what happens sometimes is that companies will hire and then we all know the stat that says most people fill jobs through referrals. Uh, but if your referral population uh, represents only a specific kind of demographic, you lose out on the ability to uh, introduce your job to some really great candidates that uh, would make your workforce more diverse. So we wanted to just give some opportunity to have a conversation around uh, diversity in the workplace, uh, ways that you can improve not only your, your retention of a diverse workforce, but your attraction of a diverse workforce. So I'll just kind of go first on this one. I think the first thing that uh, any business should do when they're looking to embark on something new and different is to uh, take a look at your organizations, your missions, your vision, and your values, and try to identify, okay, well, if we're looking for a more diverse workforce, um, how would a, a diverse workforce see themselves in this mission, in our vision, in our values? For example, uh, if you are in a, a industry that's that's heavily dominated by by men, and you're looking to attract more women, maybe you want more women on staff, more women in leadership. How could you see, um, or how would a a woman see herself uh, in um, in a leadership seat in your business? And it might it might require you to ask tough questions, right? Like, what's our culture? Uh, do we do things that actively um, push away candidates that are diverse? Do we um, compensate at a level that attracts uh, all candidates? Um, are we only hiring from referrals and within? And so that might that might um, prohibit us. Um, are we only posting job opportunities in in non diverse spaces. Um, so so take a look at your your mission, vision, values. I'd also say um, try to step into the mindset of the person you're trying to recruit. Um, mm -hmm. And then also make sure that you're getting wide exposure of your of your opportunities. Um, mm -hmm. Those are some of my initial thoughts, though, Summer. What, what, what do you think? Those are, are really great things to be considering. And when I think about how we would take a company from end to end if they were to work with us uh, with on a project basis, like coming to us saying, hey, you know, kind of the same thing. We'd love to increase the diversity of our recruiting efforts. That would be the first place to start. And I think naturally next steps are really continuing what 
what you were what you were building on. And that's to take really take an assessment of your current team to determine where your gaps are. And sometimes if that's just handled by somebody internally, it's a little more challenging to see the gaps. And that's where as a consulting firm, I feel like we have such an advantage because we we don't know any of these individuals. We you know, really come in from a neutral space and say, okay, like just looking at the data that we were able to obtain, for example, in some areas, maybe, you know, we're needing to take a closer look at the age of the individuals or um, gender or ethnicity or, you know, any of the other areas um, that are important to have as part of like a robust, diverse recruiting effort. And, being really honest about where there are gaps and then acknowledging that those gaps exist and then making a strong commitment to improving in those areas. And so often once we start to identify gaps, we'll work with companies and say, okay, cool, let's let's create an EEO and a diversity statement that um, is very personal and it does demonstrate your company's true commitment to diversity and hiring. And then let's just not create it, but let's put it anywhere um, that we're talking about careers and our job postings so that individuals that see this know that that's our commitment to them. That's a really good start. Yeah. So some of you mentioned um, the gaps, right? In uh, HR speak, for those who maybe got that that management or HR degree, you you know about Jahari's window, right? What would you say to a, a company that um, doesn't know their gaps or they aren't aware of their gaps? Um, maybe there's a blind spot in their in the organization. What advice would you give to them to help seek out those blind spots? Well, I think oftentimes data speaks for itself. So it's being able to help compile the data and show where there there is an imbalance. Uh, and, you know, the data speaks for itself. And so I think if there are gaps or, you know, if there seems to be uh, something like from our perspective that is imbalanced, it requires a conversation because, again, if we don't know these team members, there may be actual reasons why what appears to be a concern on paper maybe is absolutely explainable, right? Mm -hmm. Perhaps it's a profession that is truly dominated by a certain gender or the knowledge necessary for, you know, a certain product is typically um, a, maybe it's a younger worker because it's newer technology and those that are further along in their career don't have those same certifications because they weren't necessary. So it's just, you know, really starting to get into the details. And if there is a legitimate reason, then okay, it does make it a little harder to try to balance out what appears to be an imbalance, but the effort should still be, should still be made. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great advice. That's great advice. And, you know, we we help companies that are looking to improve their uh, diversity recruiting efforts and just their diversity practices in general. I know, Summer, you could speak to a, um, a nonprofit that we work with uh, to help with um, employee relations matters, as well as just general training for managers to be more aware of uh, of diversity issues as they pertain to the organization. 
and we also supported a um a regional power company that wanted to in enhance its uh, diversity recruiting efforts so that it ref greater reflected the community that they serve. And so we, uh, we're we helping companies every day with these sorts of challenges. And so if, if it's something that you uh, need for your business, um, definitely reach out to us at jumpstart-hr.com and we'll more than uh, be glad to help facilitate that journey for you to become more diverse and uh, more representative of uh, the population that you would that you serve and um, the metrics that you're aiming towards because uh, we've got the the tactics and experience to to help you get there. Yeah, I think that's solid advice. And of course, you know, in our short uh, window for our show, we don't always get to dive super deep uh, into topics. But of course, as Joey mentioned, you know, we're, we're here to assist uh, and help you move a project like this from start to finish if your business has a need. Joey, was there any other comments that you had about this segment of the show that you'd like to chat about we haven't covered yet? No, no, I think I think we've 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 hit it. I was telling uh, we we were talking um before the show started about how we are kind of kicking off just this journey of um ways in which companies can um reach more diverse populations because each month is going to be a new uh focus whether it's gender focus, heritage focus and so uh, it's not just a topic for February. It's a 365-day thing. And so it's never a wrong time to have conversations around diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging in your business. So we'll keep cranking out great content to help you. And then when you're ready to take that next step and work with us, check us out at jumpstart-hr.com. Uh, and also we want to shout out again our, our partner, Bamboo, for uh, the services that they provide to help uh, companies track those metrics, right? That you had mentioned uh, being so important in this space and they wanna help you with the free demo. So, so click the link in our show notes so that you can see that. And until then, we will see you next week. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. For more game-changing HR and leadership insights, check out whilewewereworking.com.